This is the Leapcast, where we talk about how today's current events impact your real life. If you are tired of politics or you are just exhausted from the spin, this show is for you. My name is Andrew Lieb, and every week I host a talk radio show breaking down the news from an independent point of view. We discuss real estate, business, and your health. Hear from the experts and learn the truth on the Leapcast. Personal coach and trusted attorney, Andrew Lieb. Happy Sunday. This is the Liebcast. I got Lauren Lieb sitting next to me. It's Andrew Lieb with you. Our Chazaka Mordechai Yankovic isn't going to be joining us today. He's litigating, litigating, litigating. I, he was supposed to come in. We had a good show for him. But you know what? We're going to keep rolling and rolling and rolling because I got stuff to tell you. You know what he did to me? I'm going to tell you what Morty did to me. What? He just ghosted me. And <laughs> no, seriously, like I was like, Morty, Morty, Morty. And the guy just ignored me. And I've been feeling this happening more and more and more and more, this ghosting thing in business. And I just want to address it because I don't know where you all were raised. Yeah, but where is your matters, people? Not Morty. We love Morty. He's no, Morty, actually... I'm talking smack to you, man. No, you... he's writing no, a motion. but he's not here to defend himself, so it's okay. more fun to talk smack. Fine. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, this comes from the dating world. Sometimes they even call it caspering, I think. But ghosting means when you just don't respond. Like you're in the middle of a conversation. Let's imagine you're dating someone. And then poof, like a ghost, you vanish. And I always knew it from the dating world, like that's something that I would understand. But in the last month, particularly, I've had two prospective tenants that both negotiated leases, both saw my leases, both saw the spaces, both, uh, one of them, Lauren, one of them tried to get $15 less a month. Like that's what she was, (laughs) it was a commercial lease. And she was down to negotiating $15 less a month on prepaying. So she was saying, hey, if I prepay this amount of months, would you give me $15 off? And I just thought that was peculiar, but like I engaged. Like this Some people ta- need to feel like they won. I guess. And Even if it's 15, it's just like, I won. So maybe that's my problem. I told her I would give her some only $10 off. <laughs> just because, and 34 cents. No, just because I thought it was ridiculous. So I was being a little ridiculous. And then the next thing, you know what happens? Poof. Casper. No, seriously. Like the broker tries to reach out to her. Boof. The attorney in my office that drafted the lease tried to reach out to her. Boof. And they don't even like call you back and write you an email. You know what? On second thought, I can't afford this. On second thought, I'm not interested. Like they just burn bridges. And I want to give you some more examples and then we're going to go more into it. But in my law firm, it's been another one. For years, there's been people you do consults. They're like, okay, thanks. And they're not interested in anything. For years, there's been people that want free advice. Like I had this gal call me today on a referral. Thank you, stupid referral source. And here's what she called. We do love referrals. No, I love her. The best business you get is a referral. But this lady calls up and she goes, is this an ethics violation as a broker? I said, yes, it's an ethics violation as a broker. Then she said, but I want it. She starts asking me more questions. But, 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 but. So she just wanted free advice. And I said to her, so I said, this type of conversation is a consultation for a case. This is you wanting advice. So I charge an hourly rate. She goes, what's your hourly rate? I told her. She goes, I got to go. Goodbye. And she hangs up on me. Well, you know, the problem is because you do so many lectures and classes, people just think that there's an automated hotline to Andrew Lieb to get 
unlimited there's an automated hotline to andrew lieb to get unlimited advice it's called the Liebcast. you tune in every week we are doing current events how they affect business and real estate i'm talking about one of those important things right now in ghosting because here's what's going on now i was giving you an illustration but that's not what's been happening in february it's been weird People have been saying, yes, I want to retain you. I give them a quote for the deposit, how much they need, the retainer number. They say, okay. They ask for the hourly rate. I tell them. They say, okay. We prepare a written retainer agreement. We send it to them. Nothing. They don't sign it. It's a DocuSign, so all you have to do is click a button. They don't send money. And more importantly, they don't write or call or sign anything. They don't go, listen, my situation's resolved. That would be fine. They don't go, hey, so I was thinking about it. I can't afford it right now, maybe in a month. That would be fine. These people, like I, there's this one guy I'm thinking about who said to me, I'm, I've known you for years. I went with the wrong attorney the first time. I wish I would have spoken to you in the first place. I'm so glad you could fix this thing. I'm going to change attorneys. I'm going to use you. That's what he says to us. Okay. I spent 45 minutes on the phone with him, like having a great conversation, all complimentary. He speaks to my associate. They agree on what they're going to do. We give him a retainer. Poof. He just disappeared. Like, I haven't heard from him. I wonder if he's dead. Maybe he has the Rona. Oh. No, I you don't know, know. It's not just, I've, I've been hearing this from a lot of people lately. I think the pandemic has caused this anxiety, but people are ghosting people everywhere. And it's like, they can just vanish and it's okay. But you know what? In a professional setting, it is absolutely not okay. Dude. It's not okay for my seven-year-old to do. It's not okay. No, Forget a professional it setting. It's just rude. Like, it's fine to not hire someone. You don't need to give someone money. I had a guy on this podcast, I want you to know, on the Leapcast. He, after the thing, was going to introduce me to someone else and wanted to do some stuff with us, wrote me love letters. Like, loved me. Love, love letters. Said he's going to get back to me in a week. Month later, nothing. I wrote him a follow-up, no response. Like, what is wrong with people? People just keep ghosting. It's become the new norm. And I'm going to tell you what it is. I've been doing a lot of thinking about this, so I, I want to talk about it. So okay. I have an idea. Here, here's what it is. And I'm bringing this up, and I'm bringing this up because for two reasons. I want you to know that if this is happening to you too in business, whether you're applying for a job, whether you're doing sales, whether you're talking to prospects, you're not alone. This is what's happening these days. That's one of the things I'm trying to get across here. The other thing that I want to get across is that these people are idiots. You know how they said, ah, pity the fool. Like, they're definitely fools, and I'm going to tell you why. Why would you want to burn a bridge and make an enemy? Like, these people are dead to me now. Oh, I always remember if somebody did that. And there's something called your email and you can just search the person's name. So if you come in contact again, you'll realize what happened in the past. And if someone asks me what I think about them, I'm going to say they're unreliable. Mm -hmm. They're unprofessional. I think rude. Just ugly. And because the thing, the thing. Yeah, they, they smell too. I'm telling you, they're stinky people. And the reason is, the reason is how hard it is it to just write someone an email and say, I'm not prepared to move forward now, but I will reach out in the next month. Thank you. Or in the future. Or in the future. Like, all you have to write is, thank you for your time. I'm not prepared to move forward now. Like, grow up. Be an adult. Earn earn respect. So I'm going to tell you what I think it is. I'm going to tell you what I think it is. I'm going to tell you the negative implications about it. Because I've been thinking a lot about this. Okay. It's the stupid Rona. It's Corona. No, I'm telling you. Because there's so many less face-to-face -face meetings. 
it's kind of like how mm. you know how people used to not say crazy stuff to each other in public and it used to be that if you wanted to say your crazy politics or whatever your beliefs were, you said it in your family at the dinner table, but you didn't say it in mm-hmm. public. Like you wouldn't go to someone else's house and start making some bat ass nut stuff come out of your mouth. You you would know that you don't say certain things. Like that's how we were all raised. Like I'm a uh, child of the 80s. Like I'm telling you, that's how we were raised. But now with the stupid f- social media, everyone's a big shot. And everyone just says whatever's on their mind because they can hide behind the con- computer screen. They're, they're not yeah. physically there. And so I think what's going on now is we're doing too many consultations or pitches or sales or whatever it is digitally. And people, for some reason, don't have the same anxiety. Use the word that they're anxious before and that's why they're doing it. But I think it's the other way around. They're not doing it because they're anxious. It's because there's not enough anxiety of them losing face when they're standing face to face to someone to have to man up and say something in the first place. Yeah. I mean, I think it started about 20 years ago with the post-it and now it is. Do you remember that post-it? Like I have to tell you, it didn't happen. This is a sexist statement, but it's so true. Every girl I dated in college when she lived in a ro- uh, house with other girls, they would post it each other to death. Like it was <laughs> like a- thinking, exactly. Uh, am I right? Yep. Uh-huh. And it would be like, you didn't put the cereal in the right cabinet, you silly, silly, stupid, baby, baby. We had color post-its. We too. didn't have that with the guys. The guys used to tell each other off more, but when I had a few girlfriends in college, and I'm telling you that it was like post-it central. about like, somebody is turned to buy the toilet paper. Yeah, no, seriously. Post-it. post-it. So I think you're right. It started with a post-it. And so by making it, impersonal impersonal that's the flaw i was okay i just gonna need to interrupt i want to talk about ghosting with text messages when you text somebody something they should respond and even if it's not a conversation just an emoji a thumbs up a piece a, a, a smiley face something but when you're in the middle of a conversation and then you don't respond i can't blame it on the attention deficit disorder that people have this is now rude and you're, I don't think it's just texting, though, Lauren. It's email, too. I see people that just don't respond. It, this is how easy it is to respond. Use the letter K. Yeah. Just K. write K, Ooh. enter. Got it. On it. I use on it. And I see this, and I want to repeat this again. And you're saying in texting, and I'm going to inquire in a second if you're talking in business texting or just personal. Give me one second. But I see this with, like, business prospects. Like, my team deals with other lawyers all the time. From other from companies, corporate clients, and we'll send them a whole spiel of stuff that they need to know. Nothing, and this read receipt on email doesn't really work it so definitely well. Definitely doesn't work on cell phones. So, like, we don't know if they got it. We don't know what they're thinking, and we don't want to nag them. All they have to write back is K. Like, if they just wrote back K, and I, I, I'm good either way. But where is this interpersonal communication? I think that's really the key to this conversation. Grow up. I don't care if someone hates me, doesn't want to work with me, thinks I'm a moron, and doesn't ever want to look in my direction ever again. I care if they ghost me. Like, if you said to me, listen, I don't think we're going to get along. I don't think this is a right situation for you. This isn't a good fit. That's cool with me. I want you to know. There's nicer ways to say that. No, I get that. I agree with that. But if someone asked me about that person in the future, I would say, yeah, it wasn't a good fit. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say... It's not good for you to work with them. Go up, but if someone ghosts me and someone asks me about the person in the future, I say, "Don't waste your time." 
Yeah. Like, that's my response. This person is a schlep. That's what I think, a schlep. That, that's what I'm envisioning. A, a pathetic fool. I, or, that's, a.k.a. they lack communication skills. And I can't tell you how important it is to respond promptly. You were using text a second ago. I want to know, were you talking just personally or were you talking business? I think that it, it doesn't matter. I think that any communication in business or personally, if you have a question, if you have a statement, it's somebody needs to reply. Even if it is, I'm super swamped right now, let me get back to you later. That's fine. Just something, but to completely fall off the planet. And, you know, another thing is that I've had a lot of consultations in business where because of Corona, we have had to take a step back, do conference calls, do Zoom calls. A lot of people call me about our, we do compliance trainings for company, diversity and uh, inclusion trainings and anti-discrimination trainings. And I've sat on calls with CEOs, managing directors. So you're not talking like nobodies. You're talking about like people that- I'm talking about C-suite people that run- In real companies. In real companies that have thousands of employees. I've had companies that have five employees. Either way, I have gone through what we offer, how to help them, how to help them create policies that will protect them. And they respond- some of them just don't respond afterwards. They say, I'm going to hire you. I'm going to bring you in. We agree to the price. We ag- agree to the timeline. And not just agree, like haggle. Like they're like you're spending time concentrating on how to make them a tailored pricing package. I got I to gotta put that mm-hmm. out there. Sure. It's not like you're just like, the milk is three ninety five. Yeah, no. I mean, this is something that will benefit each company. And we really go through the details of how to tailor and personalize it to this company and then ghosting. And it's been a thing this past month. And I, I just want to, I, I have to reiterate this one more time. You will never be forgotten as someone that forgot me. Yeah. Like when you forget to respond to me, that's like spitting on me. That's how I feel about the whole thing. And you're dead to me from here on out. Now, can you, save yourself can you can you rehabilitate that yeah but i want an apology like i want to i'm sorry i missed you in the email i I forgot something came up someone's sick a lot of people have thousands of emails actually the problem with email and business is that sometimes you just wake up in the morning and have 300 i disagree with that lauren i have zero emails in my inbox at all times and i want you to know middle of the night i get about your email i get about 400 emails a day that's roughly what i get because i get what's called a push alert so in my law firm whenever anyone does anything any of the lawyers i get an email alert with how long they did it and precisely what they did so i could do quality control and work on strategy for them so i'm reading every lawyer's stuff all day in addition to the emails to me directly and the responses to me. And I always have zero because I'm doing one of two things. I'm responding with K on it, thanks, something like that, and then closing it out. Or I'm snoozing. Ooh, I was going to say snooze. Gmail has snooze. Gmail for business does. I'm not sure if Gmail normally does, but love the snooze function. And so what I do is I put it back for two days, three days, because I always have in my inbox nothing. It could be an archive. It could be in snoozed. It could be in starred. Starred could mean it's a long-term thing for me and it's not on a time crunch, but I got to get to it. But I'm always, always responsive. I actually mentioned on the last Leapcast that we're in the middle of working on this book. We finished this manuscript. It's about called Purchasing Property Post-Pandemic. 
and I'm talking to a literary agent right now about the book. Haven't signed yet. So if anyone has someone for me, but this book is really good. And she wrote me a follow-up question and I responded to her like this, like a snap of the fingers with a page and a half back. And she wrote back, that was really quick. That's what I want from people. Like, and don't act like you're too busy. Like you're not busier than I am. Like I and the work- 400 emails that you get a day are not um, spam shopping. You, you're. No, they're like legally substantive work. And like I write for multiple publications. We do the show every week. We film for our school. We tried to film this week, but apparently our video camera system's broken, so we had to buy a new one. Um, I'm always doing something. I got a lot going on. I'm not saying that you're not busy too. I'm just saying that you're at least, I'm at least as busy as you are, and you can respond as well. Well, you also have four shots of espresso minimum a day. (laughs) All joking aside. All joking aside, I think it's imperative that everyone realizes that ghosting is not the way for business. It's not becoming. And I was talking to my brother-in-law the other day. We were having a cigar together outside, and we were kvetching, kvetching. He's Indian, so I don't know that he kvetches. He's going to listen. You smoke cigars. Listen, listen. He's Indian, so I don't know that he kvetches, but he's married to my sister who's Jewish, so maybe he learned about kvetching, which is, um, uh, uh, it's a Yiddish word, and it means that you're like complaining. You're complaining. So I was, I was kvetching with my brother-in-law and we were complaining about he's a doctor and I'm an attorney and we're complaining about the pandemic and how it's affecting business and what we do. And I said back to him, because both of us are renowned speakers, he's much more famous than I am, but he goes around the world and he speaks. And I Not during Rona. I, I go around the state and I speak. He goes to countries I've never heard of. And I was saying to him, and I'm saying to you guys out there, that there's this thing lost in the face-to-face that's lost from the pandemic. So I'm seeing an increase in ghosting, but I'm also seeing less deals being had. I used to be this guy when someone would say to me, do you want to go have coffee and talk about business? I never liked that. And I, I'll tell you, I didn't like it because I said, there's no purpose. So you're meeting for the sake of the meeting. And I still feel that way, that you don't need to meet for the sake of the meeting. But if you had a purpose for the meeting, like the call you were going to have, the email you were going to have, the content delivery you were going to have, having that face-to-face does have value. And I don't think that Zoom is replacing it. Definitely I, not. Or Clubhouse. Yeah, what's that about? Yeah, everybody keeps telling me to join Clubhouse. But you know, Parlor's back, Lauren, so you could just go in that direction. <laughs> Clubhouse is invite only. Do you know Rebecca Mercer, who's behind the Parlor thing, lives down the, well, I don't know if she does, the Mercer family's down the block from our studio over here. So Rebecca, if you're listening, we keep giving you shout outs on the Parlor. Why aren't we getting underwritten at the Leapcast? You got, so maybe we'll go to the Clubhouse people instead. Tell me what that's all well, about. Clubhouse is only on iPhones right now, so... Hence why I don't know, because I am an Android guy. I Samsung, 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 I'm done with that iPhone nonsense. So I was told, okay, well, it's a forum, it's a virtual forum that you can go in and out of virtual meetings. Let's back it up. So what happened was... I have a group of friends that are all big advertising executives. Before kids, I used to go snowboarding with them all the time. And we had a great segment on the Leapcast about advertising in the Super Bowl. And so I sent them the The podcast. The podcast. And I was like, you guys should listen to this. And they said back to me, one of the guys goes, you really need to get on Clubhouse. 
And I said, what do you mean get on Clubhouse? Like with little kids? Like what? It was get on. Yeah, I thought, who's talking about Mickey Mouse Clubhouse? It was like My weird. mind is shot because I have a one and a half year old. Yeah, right. <laughs> We've listened to that many, many times. And for all you parents out there listening to Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, I'm sorry. He so, sings song. So he sends it to me and I couldn't figure out how to open it. And he was like getting aggravated. So I said, oh, I have an Android. And then we found out that Lauren, who has an iPhone, had to do it. So I did it, but I did it on behalf of Andrew. So I'm Andrew Lieb at Clubhouse. So find or follow us. I don't even know how, to, how it works yet. I really just did it the other day. But I went through and it said who all of my friends are that's on it. And a lot of the people that were on it were very creative people. So I didn't see as much business, but apparently there is a lot of business on there. So then I searched, okay, there are groups of types of people and business that I'm interested in. And one of my interests is real estate. So I'm like, oh, well, there's a real estate investment group. There's a lot of them. And it'll say something like there's 28,000 participants in this group, or there's 138,000 participants in this group. So I'm like, okay, the more participants, you know, more interesting it is for me. So I follow that group. And then sometimes my phone will pop up with an alert, like somebody from the real estate investing group is starting a meeting. Would you like to join? So when you do that, though, the question is, are you face to face? Are you in someone's face? Are they going to feel awkward of just turning you off and walking away? Yeah. Like, are you going to get ghosted in Clubhouse? Ooh. Can you get ghosted <laughs> in the Clubhouse? That's what I, I want to know. No, yet. I haven't even, I just did this two days ago. So I haven't, I'm not in it yet. But I will tell you guys next week after I, I might go to one of these meetings and see and, and maybe raise my hand or I don't even know what happens there. So I'm a little nervous. And when you raise your hand, they're saying there's all these major tech entrepreneurs on there that you could run into like Elon Musk or something like that. And as Bill Gates has said, you never, ever, ever, this is what Bill Gates said, I'm paraphrasing this, don't ever, 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 ever. Doubt Elon Musk. No, you can't. <laughs> like, that's what he said. He was he was talking about how he doesn't want to go to Mars. Bill Gates said this. He goes, I don't, I don't want to go to Mars. He's like, he was talking about how it, for a thousand dollars he could give a vaccine and save a life. And he's like, I don't know. I would rather spend my money on Earth with climate change and that. But then he said what Elon did with Tesla was one of the most significant things with climate change ever. And if Elon's saying to go to Mars, don't ever doubt him. That's oh, it. We're going. Pack your bags. And Well, no, I don't know if we're going because what we should do is we should go on Clubhouse and get in Elon's club. You know, he had the he had the bank first. I don't know if you know that he was part of the, the mafia. Do you know that Elon was part of the mafia? Which mafia? Well, not the one from Sopranos that we're watching oh, right now. He was, a, Max has some he was one of the original PayPal mafia people and these people have dominated tech mm -hmm. everywhere and he's using clubhouse that's what i read that alan's using clubhouse and you could go see these people on clubhouse and i'm imagining that they're not the type of people that are going to ghost people so maybe what we need to do is we got to go on this thing and find out i would say we'd put the podcast up on clubhouse and see what happens no, you can't do that apparently though we should be streaming live on clubhouse when we record we do pre-record our episodes before they air. They first air on 103.9 FM for... Long Island Business Radio. So we the reason why we do a pre-record is a lot of times we're talking about legal technical stuff, and we don't want to give you guys stuff that isn't exactly right. So we always go through production after to make sure that the information we're providing is accurate so people can rely on us. And what you find, I don't know if you remember the, the show Pardon 
um, the interruption on ESPN, and they used to have Stack Guy, I think that's what his name was, or Stack Geek or something like that. And after the show, they would show how many errors he made while he was talking live, the, the host <laughs> of the show. What do you Be- mean? You're not perfect? Well, you know, I'm not as perfect as you. And what I mean by that, for <laughs> everyone that doesn't know, is that Lauren's got bangs now. And wow. No, Can seriously. Stop it with the bangs. It's amazing. I want you all to just picture Lauren with her beautiful new bangs. We're going to go to break. We'll be right back. This is the <laughs> Leapcast. Find us on social media at Listen to Leap or visit listentoleap.com. 